welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I'm your host. Tonight, I've brought you S.O. Trey from the group, uh, hip-hop group, Substance Abuse. He's a hip-hop artist and lyricist. In uh, the other half, Subs, he couldn't be with us tonight. Esso, it's great to have you on a new podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, okay, first off, you got to tell us where you guys came up with the name <coughs> Substance Abuse. Because when I listen to the music, I hear like a, a positive message right. reaching out to people and it has nothing to do with substance abuse so fill us in okay yeah no, I was, the reason i was laughing is because this is a time an a- ageless question that we've been asked um so essentially what happened was when we were starting out we didn't have a name for our group it was me subs and a very talented producer who went by no and we made a demo, but we didn't know, you know, we we're actually more focused on the name of the demo than we were on the name of our group. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was uh, we're like, yeah, let's call the, the, the producer knows, like, let's call the demo substance abuse. And we're like, that sounds dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I was having this conversation with no, and he was like, let's call the group substance abuse. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, that sounds dope. You know, but we both knew that it didn't really mean literally substance abuse. I think that there was an implicit understanding with all of us that it meant abuse was a word that, you know, when you think of abuse, you think of excess, you think of like, you know, going over the top. And what we were trying to say with that name was substance was our mission, you know, like that was our MO is to bring substance into music. Mm-hmm. So that's what what the name means. That's what you know. It's always meant to us. Now, that doesn't mean that we haven't had our little hedonistic kind of impulses and so forth. You right. know, and, and because we grew up in hip hop culture, you know, cats would drink in forties and smoke and all that stuff. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like uh, you know, it's never been something we really like talk about mm. it much in our music because it's kind of trite you know it's like people have done the the weed songs and the and the you know the we did a song about drinking with Sadat X called Three Sheets to the Wind but even with that you know I think we, we were sending a little message with that you know what I mean mm-hmm. so our music is really conscious hip-hop it's based you know on you know cats that we grew up listening to like De La Soul you know Organized Confusion uh fellowship you know what i mean tribe called quest that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and you know we just wanted to bring that into the modern era right right so how did you and subs hook up and get started in all of this i've known subs since fifth grade and um you know he was this real cool cat that was like way ahead of everybody else in terms of like knowing about cool stuff cool clothes cool music he was a dope skater. I was a terrible skater. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I just it wasn't wasn't for me, you know. But um, he was always up on stuff before everybody else was, and and you know we became friends uh, in elementary school. We went to different junior highs, and you know I noticed that we were even though we weren't 
maybe around each other as mm-hmm. much, we were kind of drifting towards a lot of the same stuff, you know, like we would be talking about, you know, like public enemy, you know what I mean? And, and the stuff that we were both listening to. And we always kind of had that bond of like, you know, hip hop, you know, and, and trying to keep up with the stuff. And then when we, we reconvened, so to speak, was in high school. We went to the same high school. And where we went to high school was just, it was straight up. I always tell people at the time, and the, the place, it was just kind of like going to hip hop high. You know, it's like everybody there was a part of hip hop mm-hmm. culture. You know what I mean? It was it was uni high in West Los Angeles. And, you know, you know, we were just, that's just what everyone Did you was go doing to- did you go to high school in the 90s by chance? Yep. Okay, I did too. Well, I graduated in 95, but... Yeah. yeah. So, basically, you know, everything that we were around was hip-hop. You know, it was mm-hmm. like people were trying to, like, always had the latest, like, remixed. And it was kind of, like, cool to have something that no one else had, which is a different paradigm than now. Because now it's more about, you know kind of like following the, the the herd you know what i mean but sheeples. back then <laughs> yeah yeah back then it was more cool to have have something you could be like hey i got this you know remix that no one else has and that was the kind of like you know it was a really a very treasured kind of thing you know to mm-hmm. like to have dope hip-hop to 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 be, be someone who knew about it you know what i mean and could identify it and had that sense of discernment to say this is dope, even though, you know, the majority of the American public might not know about it. Right. So how did you get uh, get to be able to work with KRS-One? So that was a story that was interesting because it was this guy, our, one of our good friends, this guy, Rec Rap, who uh, was always kind of been behind the scenes supporting our music, was like, you know, I can get you guys on a song with KRS. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Anybody who raps is wants to do a song with KRS. But it wasn't something that, we, at least me personally, I didn't think it was going to, like, actually materialize. So <laughs> when, when he told me that, I was just kind of like, oh, cool. All right, yeah, sure, that'll happen, whatever, you know? Not like I was doubting it, but I just didn't. The reality of it never set in until... I got a call, like, he's in town, he's ready to do this. And I was like, whoa, you know? And it was weird because we had, years before, we had found this this Isaac Hayes sample that was on a song that had been sampled a lot, but this particular part of the song had never been looped, mm-hmm. That at least that I was aware of. And I always thought, like, man, if we ever did a song with KRS, this is what I'd want to rap over, you know what I mean? Right. And so it was very fortuitous, you know, that we kind of like had that on the back burner because, you know, we needed to come up with a beat quick. It wasn't like, you know, we had the luxury of just being like, all right, well, you know, because he's like, he's in town now, he's ready to record it. So what ended up happening was we looped the beat without even, we looped the song without even making the beat and we just sent him the loop to rap over. You know what I mean? Because we were crunched for time and he killed it on the loop. He threw in a chorus. We didn't even ask him to do that. The rest is history. You know what I mean? It turned out to be a really great song. Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> Master Kurt remixed it. Waze did another remix of it. So um, that's Waze One is, is, is the guy who does, most, you know, 
most of our beats. He's he's the backbone of substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know what I mean. That was an unbelievable experience. We rocked the show at KRS and SF. I talked to him backstage, and he was like, he said, "Thank you for bringing that vibe back." You know. Right so on. Was- yeah, I I really like the flow of your music. It's really good. Tell us about your latest video, Bridges, and also. Um, do you have anything that you're working on uh, that that's coming up that we can expect to? So Bridges was a concept that Subs came up with. You know, we just kind of wanted to do a song about, you know, living in these times of, you know, polarization and divisiveness and trying to like kind of preach more unity, but not in a trite way. You know what I mean? Right. So. Um, we wanted to do it in a in a more unique way, and and there's a definite like you know going back to the native tongues, like there's a definite influence there, um, you know, in terms of the kind of sound that we were trying to come up with. Uh, we had a lot of uh, mutual friends uh, with AC alone, mm-hmm. and we thought he would be really dope to get on this this song. I mean, he's one of to me, he's one of the greatest rappers ever. You know, and I'm not alone in feel, thinking that, but um he has a special talent for like taking a a metaphor and making a whole song kind of about that you know what i mean so if you listen to like ac alone's like book of human language like every song is like one metaphor kind of strung together so when we approached him about doing this track what i asked him i was like kind of like well pretend like you had a song called bridges on book of human language like how would you you do a verse like that like connecting that idea, you know, in, in, you know, throughout the verse and man, he just came with it on that. You know what I mean? Like, like, and we were so happy with how he, his verse turned out subs, you know, uh, predictably came super dope and mm-hmm. I was happy to be part of it too. Nice. Nice. Do you have anything that you're uh, working on now that we can expect? Yeah, we're actually putting out a Bridges uh, remix EP. Um, it's we're gonna be switching some, obviously the beats, some different mm-hmm. beats, different uh, different verses. Uh, label in the UK is gonna be putting that out called Ramrock Records. Okay. Uh, the projected release date is Record Store Day of next year. Nice. So that's kind of where we're at with that. And then we're we're recording a new album, you know what I mean? Um, got other stuff in the pipeline. So substance abuse is not going anywhere. Good, good. <laughs> now for our audience, um, I've added the music video on Esso's bio page on a new podcast uh, platform, anewpodcast.com. So if you're one of our listeners on our streaming platform, just head over to anewpodcast.com. Go to Esso's bio page, and right there, uh, all the links have been provided, and the video is below the interview. Now, Esso, it, how how has it always been just you and Esso, or has or uh, you and Subs, or has it been anybody else as well? Yeah, I mean, going back to what I was saying earlier, like the the producer that we initially were working with was a cat named No, um, and you know. It, we kind of went our separate ways back in the day, but he, he was a great, great person to work with. Um, he, I think what, what no did, what what he really instilled in us was like a sense of like having really high standards, you know, cause he was not easily satisfied with anything. And that, that kept us 
on our toes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, substance abuse at this point is, is myself and subs, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, we have a, a sort of a click, you know, extended family, obviously, ways one up in Oakland. Uh, my man, the Stig and film cast that we went to high school with are helping contribute to stuff musically. Um, you know, uh, we'll roll out the homie DJ Lion at times when we do shows. And, you know, my man, Eric Solo, who was playing the, the Uber driver in the video, uh, he's a great rapper. He didn't rap on that song, but he's super dope as a rapper. And he was actually the first person to support our music um, back in the day on KCSB in Santa Barbara. Okay. So played our music on KCSB, and we were just like, he, he was the first person to ever give us a platform. He's been on, all, you know, both of our, you know, overproof background music uh great rapper great person you know and and you'll see more stuff collaborations with him as well nice now when i checked out your your music video earlier uh, bridges you know like i said it had a really strong message that that hit with me um if you could give a message to the world through your music and it would be one message what would it be that you want to stick with your fans and our listeners? Think for yourself. Because right now, it's it's a very hard thing to do. You know what I mean? Both in music and in the world in general. And, you know, again, like, I give, you know, the more recent generation props in certain respects, you know, because they, you know, they have kind of... Uh, you know, my interaction with millennials and stuff is like they, they kind of are a little smarter and cooler than than our generation. You know what I mean? The Generation X dudes from the 90s. But one thing that I, I, I do think is missing right now is the that ability to kind of think for yourself and stand alone. You know what I mean? And that's not something that is revered in the in the epoch that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Right. And especially when you think about music you know and social media it's like a, a musician or a rapper is judged and i do this too i'm not i'm not immune to this they're judged by how many followers they have or subscribers or whatever so you immediately have this prejudice against them if they have you know a few you know only a few likes or whatever you know and it's like back in the day you know, we could be at a club and some rapper you never heard of got on stage. And if he ripped it, people in the crowd would be like, man, that was dope. On the other side of that is you could be a known rapper and get on stage. And if you were whack, people would be like, that sucked. <laughs> the thing the thing that is what's happened in today's era is basically it's all about a name. So. I could be MC so and so, and if I'm if I'm popular, if I got support, I can get up there, do anything, say anything, have the worst show, be the worst rapper. But if I have a name and a social media following, everything I do is good. So that mindless fealty to people, it's I, it's I, it's whatever you want to call it, idolatry, cultism, whatever. That's something that we really would like to change with our music and we'd like to send a message to our audience to kind of think for yourself because it's easy to to 
to abdicate your willingness to think for yourself. You know what I'm saying? It is. But, but we want to we want to encourage people to think for yourself. And, and again, when you want to just bring it back to music, it's like when you hear somebody, think about how you're judging them. Are you judging them based on how everyone else perceives them or how well they're they're supposedly liked? Or are you actually taking the time to think about, is this beat dope? Are the lyrics really that dope? You know, or is mm -hmm. it just that this person is famous? <laughs> you know, because well, we I, never. We, I, yeah. I think it could be like that in any situation. But I, for me, I, I think it's ignorant. And I'm just going to say this to not. To judge a person, not as a person or an individual. But as a label. Right. People are people. It don't matter who they are. It don't matter who they are. People are people. And if you're going to place judgment on them, then then you should be judged. Boo. Bye. You know, that's how I look at it. I ain't got time for that. And it's right. like, if you don't have haters, obviously you're not doing something right. So, <laughs> you know, you can have a mass freaking following and if only a couple people are liking it and you're doing really good, but yet you have say you know half a million views or two thousand views and they're coming from the people that's not commenting or liking you know hey gotta do what you gotta right. do <laughs> for real so where can our listeners follow you at on social media to keep up when you're when your album drops and what you got going on definitely um everything that we do you know i, I think i i do a good job. I at least try to do a good job of updating people on Twitter. So our Twitter is subs and S O Trey. S U B Z and S O Trey. But if that's hard to remember, people can just go to www.substanceabusehiphop.com and that has links to all of our social media. Instagram is substance abuse hip hop. Um, you know what I mean? But you know, holler at us. We love engaging with people, you know, people that that there's been people out there that have followed our music for years, you know, and they just like, they suddenly, they would, they would run into us on social media and be like, Oh man, like, you know, I, I didn't know you guys were on, on Instagram or whatever. So it's always good to hear like people, you know, say like, mm -hmm. you know, they, they've known about us since back in the day and uh, just give us that, that props, the props and respect. And, and right. You know, as much as I harangue against social media, it has been invaluable in making connections with people. Yep, yep. So, in for our audience, um, <clears throat> go to a newpodcast.com or if you're on a newpodcast.com, I've also put all the links to Esso's uh, substance abuse webpage and all the social media there too, and made it easy for you. So, um, do you ever tour? And uh, where can we find your music? Um, you can find our music pretty much on all the, the retailers you would expect, like iTunes, Amazon, uh, Spotify. Um, of course, you know, I'm, I'm more archaic. So, you know, I wish we were back in the days of tapes and CDs, but that is Beepers. not the case. <laughs> so, beep, beep. Um, but, you know, those are out there, too. You know, if you look hard enough, you can find uh, our CDs and Wax. Um, you know, the first album, Overproof uh, Vinyl, is out there if you look for it. Um, a very well-received album, you know, by, by Hip Hop Heads when it came out. 
And, you know, it's funny you bring up tours because uh, we have not actually been doing as many shows as we'd like to be doing, but that's going to change soon. Uh, we're going to be uh, definitely trying to make it out there more, especially in our hometown. But we'd like to to branch out. You know, we right. did uh, we did Warp Tour a few years back, um, which was an interesting experience because we sold hip hop to people that you would never think were into it. Um, and true, a lot of them were drunk and they were just walking to their cars from some other show or whatever. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, they were open-minded enough to buy our stuff. You know, we sold a lot of merch on that <clears throat> tour. It was a great experience. Um, you know, we've, we've definitely uh, learned a lot since we first started. You know, I, I think when we were really younger, a lot younger, like we get a little sauced up before a show and not remember our lyrics and stuff like that. And now we're just like, you know, we get up there, we know what, what we're doing. Uh, we got that confidence. So uh, definitely expect more more shows from us, both, you know, domestically and internationally. We're trying to make it out to Europe. Um, so a lot of stuff coming from substance abuse uh, in the near future. Good. Now, would, do you have anything that you'd like to leave with our audience before we close today? Um, I guess my message would just be like, look, you know, uh, you got your people you grew up listening to. And that's totally cool. You know, everyone has their their sort of pantheon of rappers or whatever that they look to. And I would just say for us, you know, open your mind up. Uh, you may have not heard of us before, but if you like dope beats and dope lyrics, you will not be disappointed in our music. And anyone who appreciates the old school, and by old school I mean has reverence for lyricism. Mm-hmm reverence for dope beats you know what i mean that have some kind of vibe to them you will not be let down by our music no you won't because i like it and um i'm a talent scout so there you go (laughs) well i want to thank everybody for tuning in and if you like this episode of a new podcast hit like share subscribe and if you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you this show you can do so at our anchor.fm platform a new podcast. This is Don Piercy signing off until next time.